views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Super, super welcome. Welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm joined by Mr. Benny. Happy day to you. Happy day to you as well, Pat. Thank you. I know. I know. I mean, are you loving the sun? Uh, yeah. Are you just loving it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of people really love the sun and then they like that it goes down to 55 at night. And they're kind of liking that. They're liking that, oh, I don't have to be having an air conditioner running at night to cool my house. Actually, I don't think we need an air conditioner, period. Um, But, I mean, it is really the oddest thing. It's like this morning I got up and I went out of the house really, really early. And I thought I had frost on my windshield. (laughs) And I thought, you know, that misty stuff that forms? What do they call that? Well, they call it mist. Yeah, you're right. Um, Condensation? But it looked condensation and it looked like frost did you panic i did (laughs) i did panic a little bit i was like no no i'm still growing tomatoes come on (laughs) let's get real but no it was just like april fool's joke not april fool's but you know what i mean it's you get in early so it's got to be super chilly when you get in Uh, it's not too bad you know i'm kind of used to it by now but i am thankful the sun does come around and warm things up It does. Well, we're going to warm things up here today because we're doing warrior goddess training with Heather Ashamari. And I want to say, I say Amare, Amara. Uh, That's the Italian in me coming out. Uh, But today, think about this. What does this mean to be a warrior goddess? What does that mean? That is like a powerful energy. The question really is, what is it about this energy that is so being called to the forefront today in this world. I'll tell you what, I don't want to say it started with the Dalai Lama talking about, you know, like who's going to rule the world. Maybe it was Beyonce that let us know who's going to rule the world. But the bottom line is, if people are expecting you to rule the world, where the heck do you start? What does that even mean? And how do you start with ruling your own world? And that's why Heather Esch is joining us here today, a leader in mindfulness, empowerment, shamanism. She's the author of The Toltec Path to Transformation, Embracing Four Elements. And who does that say? Four Elements. Our friends that we've had on the show many times, Don Miguel, as well as his sons. And now we are looking at the world and saying, how are people carrying forth his message or the message 
that they want to carry forth. And that's what Heather Ash is doing today. Because when you are under the study of someone, you're not necessarily going to be them. You're going to be the carrier of the wisdom through your authentic nature. That's what Heather Ash is doing today. We're so thrilled. Heather Ash, thank you for joining us. Warrior Goddess Training, great to have you here. Thanks, Dr. Pat. It's great to be here with you. What do you think about what I said? Because, you know, Don Miguel, we had him on the show early on, years and years ago, like, I don't know, like maybe 13. And then, of course, continue to have he and his, his, his sons on the show. But what do you think about what I said about passing on the wisdom stick, the knowledge stick, but yet allowing and empowering people to take the message and authentically share it in their own way? I think that's absolutely true. And Miguel, it was such a light in that way of he always encouraged us to take the information and make it our own and to really digest it. And the best teachings are the ones that are lived and then shared from that perspective of what works for us and how we've integrated the message of our teachers. You know, so I read the the book, the, the, you know, the book, The Dedication. The book is dedicated to all the women on this beautiful planet. May we reclaim the fierce love of the warrior and embody the wisdom of the goddess to bring balance and harmony to the earth. Well, we're ready for it. How do I know? Look at the, look at the movie Wonder Woman. Look at the movie Wonder Woman. Look at the blockbuster hit of the movie Wonder Woman. Uh, acted by a woman uh, that is Israeli and understands quite a bit about that. But look at how the world embraced that film and embraced the character. Are those signs that we're ready? Absolutely. And that movie was such a beautiful reflection of women really wanting to claim both our power, our strength, as well as our compassion and our love of being of service. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it really touched on the, that desire that so many of us have. You know, is this really the, you, you know, the p- pulling forward? I think we're all pulled forward at certain points of our lives as opposed to, you know, being pushed, so to speak. You, you know, it, what touched you? What, what challenge did you have in life? where you said, I am going to learn something new. I'm going to learn this. And now I'm going to take this book, this best-selling book, uh, Warrior Goddess Training, and now come out into the world and bring this message forward in a big way. What Mm -hmm. kind of challenge did you have to overcome? Because, see, I do believe that there's a little challenge underneath there for all of us, which catapults us to something we never thought we'd do. Absolutely. And it's those challenges that are the ones that strengthen us and make us resilient and help us to bring our gifts forward. So I would say there were two big challenges that went into that book. And one happened when I was young was when I moved to the United States. I grew up in Southeast Asia. And so moving to the States was a really big shock. And I felt super disconnected. And I felt like people around me were disconnected. I didn't know why. And that really catapulted me into a deep quest around how to get back into a sense of connection that I had felt with the people that I grew up around in Asia. And so that's what caused me to start studying different spiritual traditions, eventually meet Don Miguel. And it's 
it's funny. So my first book, Toltec Path of Transformation, the week that that book came out, and that book's all about change, my husband of 10 years moved out. Mm. And I was completely devastated. It was a really hard time. And I remember picking up my book and reading the first line. And the line, first line of my own book said, have you ever had your life change in an instant? And I shut the book and I threw it against the wall. And I was like, okay, now I have to live this stuff. And I felt like I'd really written that book for myself. But it was that experience of learning how not to abandon myself, how to stay with myself through a deep process of grief and totally transforming my life. That was the impetus to write Warrior Goddess and to bring the, this information about the importance for us as women in all areas of our life to stop abandoning ourselves. Because as women, we have a really deep habit of telling ourselves, you should be perfect, you should be this particular way. And we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people or to this vision of who we think we should be. And it's not until we really come back home to ourselves and settle into beginning to get intimate with who we actually are, that things in our life will start to deeply change. Mm-hmm. You know, I what I love about this is that when we start to look at our lives and these challenges, because you and I had similar situations. You know, mine was I went home one day and, and the words that I heard, well, it was, oh, you know what? I'm called to be alone. But, you know, here's the thing, though, for me, and I wonder if this is true for you and maybe the message for so many is that sometimes what happens is things get rearranged. Because given that, that circumstance that we're in, whether it be a relationship or, or a job, or it doesn't matter. Whatever that is, somehow it might be, I say might, it might be blocking us from our true warrior nature. What do you think? I think that's often true. And that if we look at obstacles, I always like to do this, if, look at the big picture of an obstacle yeah. that arises yeah. And then ask myself, what was my, what's my intent? What is it that I've wanted in my life? And so often when I put the obstacle in context of what I want, the obstacle is actually teaching me or giving or taking something away that was in the way of the intent that I had. And so that can be really helpful. If we just look at obstacles that arise, challenges in our life from the narrowness of, oh my God, this is a horrible thing. We don't see the lesson. And so often just stepping back a little bit and saying, what am I actually wanting to create in my life? Oh, right. That needed to go can really help us on our journey. I know it. It's so exciting. And by the way, for those of you tuning in, we're going to make sure we give away a copy of this fabulous book today. When we come back, what does it mean to be a warrior goddess? What does that mean? And then, you know, today's world how does it show up for us in the day-to-dayness of our lives and what we would be here to accomplish, each of us individually, consciously and unconsciously, as a warrior goddess? Stay tuned. That is a lot, and I'm loving that. We'll be right back.
Gifted intuitive healer and spiritual teacher, Sarah Luce, brings her unique style to the hit show, Small Steps, Big Breakthrough Radio, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in each month as Sarah turns reality on end and shows us how to experience expansive results with simple yet powerful steps. Expect an enlightening bend on what you currently believe is possible. For show details and upcoming topics, visit SarahLoose.com. That's S-A-R-A-L-O-O-S.com. Tune in to Mainstream Metaphysics Radio to harness your connection with the universe to effect change for optimal success and happiness. Name one of the country's top psychics. Eve now brings her insights and gifts to this weekly hit call-in show, joined by visionaries, leaders, and gifted others, but mostly you. Jot it down, Thursdays, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to TransformationRadio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Gain powerful insight and practical tools to support you on your spiritual journey. Access your higher self and tune in every second and fourth Thursday at 12 p.m. Pacific to A Life Untethered with Andrew Martin, walking the path of freedom. Andrew is a highly attuned intuitive oracle, energy worker, spiritual teacher, and international radio host. For more about Andrew and his services, visit thelightedones.com. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Discover the healing medicine from the giant monkey tree frog, Cambo. Cambo practitioner Ginny Rutherford and professional psychic Todd Rolson have come together for lively discussions of alternative healing medicines from the Amazon. Ginny and Todd bring you Cambo Talk Radio. Tune in each Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific to hear from guests all over the world with real life stories and the medicinal benefits of Cambo. For more information, visit CamboKiss.com. Everybody, welcome back. Warrior Goddess Training. Become the woman you are meant to be. You know, the thing that I want to talk about about this is that I think each of us knows that we are meant to be something. But what is it that Heather Ash has discovered to help all of us get to that almost quicker, let's say? Um, and 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 why is it important to do that? But before we jump into that, how can people find out more about you? How can they get a copy of the book? Let's do that first. People can learn more about me on my website, heatherashamara.com. And 
the book is available on Amazon, on Barnes and Noble, and in all independent bookstores. Awesome. You know, let's talk about this idea of 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 warrior goddess, um, and and what it means. Now, I used Wonder Woman as an example because I don't know that in the cult pop culture we live in now, I don't know that there's a better example of that, including the way that that film brought some very significant values to the forefront. But we don't have to go to the big screen to find the warrior goddesses in the world today, do we? So tell us what it means, because, you know, we're not all going to be, you know, uh, acting in a movie that's raking in hundreds of millions, but we can do our part. Absolutely. So these two qualities are really important for women, and I believe for men as well, to embody. The warrior energy is about clarity focus 100%. It's about making a commitment and sticking with it. And the goddess energy is about openness, receptivity, creativity, play. And I see it that the warrior energy says, I'm going there. I'm going to not let anything in my way. And the goddess energy says, ooh, I'm going to travel there and let's see how much fun we can have along the way. And how can we bring as many of my people along with me? And the energies aren't contradictory. They actually are beautifully complementary. And what's important for us to recognize is that it's not that we're trying to get to 50% warrior and 50% goddess and then I'll be Mm. good. Yeah, We're really looking at what's our unique blend because some of us come in more warrior oriented and some of us come in more goddess oriented. Mm. And so to, to really let go of the shells of who we think we're supposed to be to come into alignment with what's our authentic expression of those two energies. And that we also learn to be really skillful with both of them. Because sometimes in some situations you need more warrior and sometimes you need more goddess. And, the, and you know, what I love about this is because I've said this before on air, uh, I, I am not a big believer in balance. You know, it's not something I talk about very well, but I am a believer in harmony. And they're not the same. And the reason that I bring that up is because we try sometimes, or I think we've been told, uh, and let's just say as women, I think we've been told balance is the key. And I don't know what it was about my own life where I had to discover that balance is not the key. Harmony is the key. For me, because of what I'm doing in the world, I'm choosing to spend more time doing it, right? then uh, I, I do other things. So I'm not, you know, I'm not wanting to do things equally in my life, you see? And that's what people tend to believe balance is. How do we know? How do we know when to call on the warrior, when to call on the goddess? <laughs> and it's going to be different for each of us because it's so yeah. true. When we listen to how do we want to be in the world, what is our the gifts that we're offering. And we all do it in a different way. And I love that what you said of of the difference between balance and harmony, because I know for myself, I created some suffering for myself thinking I should have a very balanced life, whatever <laughs> Me that too. meant. Me and when too. I remember, yeah, I remember reading something. It was like, if you're an entrepreneur and you're on fire, your life is not going to be balanced. You're going to be up late at night and early in the morning and you're going to, you know, and I just started crying because I was like, it's so true. I don't have to try and fit into a mold. Mm-hmm. I get to 
play with what's, how do I work? What works for me? Not work, what works for anybody else. Yeah. I I mean, let's talk about this notion in the world today. You know, this is also part of the conversation. This is a best-selling book. And, you know, here we have the world we live in today. And I always look at things that happen in the world, even if I'm not really thrilled about them, an enormous opportunity to have whoever I am and wanting to become show up. How is Warrior Goddess now and the fact that this is so popular, it's a best-selling book, you know, what is it about the time that we're living in now where women of all ages, by the way, this is not age-related, all ages, young and old alike, are really jazzing this part of themselves up? It's so time. And (laughs) when I've talked to women about it, so many women have told me, they just look at the title and they're like, I don't even know what that means, but I need it. Right. Right. Because what I feel like is as as women that we went through a phase, and this is true with all oppressed peoples that are working to find their footing in the world, is that what happened is that as women, we became more like men. And usually that's how it works. Like if you're an oppressed group, you become more like the group that's in power so that you can fit in. And then we started realizing, okay, this is not working because we're not men. And so how do we come back into relationship with who, what our expression is? And so I feel like that's the phase we're in now is we're recognizing that we want to be our unique expression. And so this place then of, instead of seeing there's one way to do it, or we have to do it in a particular way, that as women, we're all learning how to trail break our own ground to really become our own selves. And that starts by sticking with ourselves, learning about ourselves, no longer abandoning ourselves, getting curious and shifting from the ways that we've judged and criticized and compared ourselves to starting to learn how to talk to ourselves in really supportive, loving ways. Because that's what brings out our genius. Yeah, you know what I love about this conversation, and I believe you talk about it in the book, too, where you talk about owning things, own your own words, owning things. Here's what I love, and, you know, I got to interview Gloria Steinem, and here's what I've come to know as being from the generation where we went to work and, you know, you thought you had to dress like men. Here's what I want to say to that. I love the fact that we get to stand on the shoulders of all that have come before, everyone that has come before, because we get to learn and grow from it. Now, in the workplace, if you go back and you look at, you know, why did we as women attempt to do that? Why is this idea of assimilation so important? Well, here's the deal. Even in the Wonder Woman movie, she had to dress like that. She had to cover that shield up for a little part. She had to look like the rest of the people in order to have a conversation. Do you think in the world we live in today that even as a warrior goddess, we're going to need to, on some days, like Wonder Woman did, go out and get some suit that fits us pretty well 
but just enough to disguise our warrior goddess. Isn't that an interesting question? It's a great question. And I do think that we need to shapeshift. Shapeshift. Thank you. Yes. And be bridges. How I think about it is this, is that we are so blessed to be in the world that we're in right now. And Mm -hmm. just like you said, like blessings to the women and the men that came before us that fought so hard for the rights that we have. And as women now, we have a tremendous amount of external freedom. We can marry who we want to, we can vote, we can pretty much have any job that we want. But what I've noticed is we don't have as much internal freedom. And so that's what we're working on is how do we get internally free? So we're not hiding ourselves, we're not making ourselves small, we're not apologizing for ourselves constantly. And that part of that work is to look at how can I best bridge myself in different situations? So your relationship to your authentic self doesn't change. Like Wonder Woman, just because she put on the cape, she didn't change, Mm -hmm. but she knew or she was supported in, in order for us to get through this section, we need you to play a role. Mm -hmm. And as women, we're always playing roles where what gets dangerous is we start to think we are the role. We're none of the roles that we play. We're not mothers or businesswomen or teachers or whatever. That's a piece of who we are but it's never completely who we are. I and love so this. And so you can think about putting your clothes on and off. I love this oh. the game of like, okay, now I'm going to put this role on and I'm yeah. going to do really well. Yeah. And then I can take it off because it's not actually who I am. Oh, I love this. You know, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to give a copy of the book away. Also, he, here's the question. What is it about purifying our hearts that can become the gateway to mega warrior goddesses everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's right in the book right here because right here, Heather Ash is telling us how to do it. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Brand consultant Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help you take control of your future and maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself and launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Jen Morgan and the Rad Method empower you to play to your strengths and show up in the world as your most powerful brand. To learn more, go to jenmorgan.com, that's Jen with two N's, morgan.com, or call 206 970 Do you want to heal your body and mind? Your body has a lot to tell you if you just learn to listen to your intuition. Audrey Michelle, host of Rewired Life Radio, can help you peel away the layers that are holding you back from living your best life. Tune in to Rewired Life Radio. Learn to love, heal, celebrate on Transformation Talk Radio every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Connect with Audrey at AudreyMichelle.com. Live your magnificence, for the love of joy is a precious gift offered to us by Robert Schoenfeld, host of the Art of Powerful Living Radio. He takes us on an incredible 30-day adventure to expand our minds and hearts with the nectar of life, love, and joy. This book will help you bring more joy, love, hope, abundance, adventure, romance, and magnificence into your life. 
Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit thetruthisfunny.com. Calling all moms, it's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms Helping Everyday Women Create Extraordinary Lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit empoweringenergy.com. That's empowering with letters N-R-G.com. Interested in deepening your spiritual practice? The School for Esoteric Studies offers online training to spiritual seekers from all paths of life and individual coaching. Our courses synthesize Eastern and Western spiritual traditions based on meditation, study, and service applied to everyday life. To learn more about our courses and services, please visit www.esotericstudies.net. Welcome back. Um, Heather Ash Amara joining me here today, the author of this amazing best-selling book, Warrior Goddess Training, Become the Woman You're Meant to Be. Now, here, here's the question. Did you know or do you know, even within you, there is a woman that is screaming to become the woman that she is meant to be? Each of us has it. We have it at different points in time in our lives. We may have it at multiple points in time. The question is, what do we do with that? What is the process? Is there one? And why the idea of counterintuitively opening our hearts, purifying our hearts could be the gateway. Before we do that, um, Heather Esch, one more time, how can people find out more about you and and how can they get involved in some of the workshops you're doing? The best place to check out the calendar of all the things I have coming up is my website, heatherashamara.com. And that's the place that I have all the journeys that I take, the Warrior Goddess weekends, and a lot of free offerings as well. So check it out. Awesome. Um, and let's give a copy of the book away, Benny. Uh, first caller. That's our toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. And by the way, uh, we are taking your questions. Do you have a question for Heather Ash about how do we activate this warrior goddess? And what happens sometimes when we do and the situation doesn't turn out to be all kind of roses? Well, that's where we're going to talk about this right now. Um, Opening the heart and purifying the heart. I found this part of your book, for me personally, one of the more pivotal lessons that we get to share in life. And whether it is the loves in our lives that, you know, I'm talking about or things that happen in our lives, which cause our hearts to constrict, to tighten. You see what I mean? Tighten. 
But now you've developed and create many, many parts of this book, by the way, right before the chapter to speak your truth. And I don't think that's a mistake, Heather Ash. So tell Mm -hmm. us why this is so important for us women right now. It's so valuable for us to learn new skills around how to center in our heart. Because as you said, there's this way that we've learned if there's something painful or something that we don't like to close, to try and protect and shield ourselves. And what that does in the long run is causes us to close down our intuition, our creativity, and our capacity to receive love. And so learning how to open to our closures doesn't mean you have to like everything that happens in your life. And there's incredible benefit to practicing opening and staying present with ourselves, with whatever is arising in our life. And a really easy way to start is to notice the places in your life where you have resistance or you have fear. And instead of doing what many of us do, especially those of us that are on a spiritual path of like, oh, I shouldn't be afraid or I should be more loving. I should be open to actually name whatever the fear is or the resistance, name what the closure is, and then practice first just opening to the closure. Just saying, oh, yeah, I'm scared. Hi there, scared. Hi there, fear. I'm opening to you right now. Hi there, judgment. You're you're doing a great job, judge, and I'm just going to open. I'm not necessarily going to believe you, but I'm opening. And that practice of starting to open to our own closures then helps us to bridge that when something challenging happens in our life, instead of immediately closing our hearts, we can actually open our heart and be in a place of presence, forgiveness, and love, and then choose what action we want to take. Mm -hmm. This idea of purifying the heart, let's talk about it. I love the term. See, I love that you don't beat around the bush here with this. And so purifying the heart, those words for me, when I hear them, I am really struck by the lightness, you know, the, the lightness of the imagery that it brings forth, right? And by the fact that who doesn't want that? Mm. But what is the process? What is it like? What is the process? It's really about willingness. The willingness to let go of the baggage that we've been carrying. And so often as women, it's almost like we're carrying these huge backpacks of all our Mm -hmm. resentment, of our fears, (laughs) of our disappointment, of the places we're not forgiving ourselves or others, and it gets so heavy. And so purifying the heart is around the willingness to take the backpack off and then begin to look at it through the eyes of love, which takes practice, believe me. And the image that I love is that within each of us, there's this fire. If we can imagine this fire in our heart, and that fire is our unconditional love, our passion, our our big yes to life. And that we want to take those old things that are in the backpack and with love feed them to the fire and say, please purify this. Please help me release this. Please help me to clear this so I'm not carrying this heaviness with me any longer. And what happens is the more that we burn off or release or purify the past, the more our hearts get purified, the more that we're in the present moment with what's happening. So we're responding then from inspiration I love this quote. This is from a man named Hugh Len. 
that we're living our lives from inspiration rather than memory. Wow. Mm, I so love good. that. See, because see now, now look at, now we're talking about, I love this. I love that you're bringing this forward. See you and I, I have something in common and I started to tell you that during the break. Um, we both have this, this energy of fire probably for different reasons, but it's, it's ours, you know, it's this energy, so to speak. And I got to ask you about this, Heather Ash. I mean, there have been parts of my life. I could not make sense of who the heck this girl Pat was. I mean, even doing this radio show, I, 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 you know, listen, you had something happen to you in life. I did. But when I dialed that wrong phone number and I didn't hang up and I pulled out 15000 how much was it, $714,000 $14, and bought airtime on an internet-only station in 2003, everybody wanted to have me committed. They were like, oh, honey, you're depressed. You just finished school. You studied something depressing, the consequences of broken promises. You know, you, 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 you've lost your mind. But I didn't, I didn't lose my mind. Can you help us understand this thing? Because I think this is the takeaway after reading your book. We get tapped on the shoulder and things like this happen to us. But we don't always have the faith or the courage to act. Tell me how we create that. Because you cannot be a warrior without that, I don't think. Yes, and that's that deep, deep listening to yourself, regardless of what anybody else says, mm. and really following the depths of your heart. So in that moment, you knew you had no doubt. You might have had doubts later. But in the moment, it was like, yep, this is the next piece. And that's what we're learning to do as warrior goddesses to trust ourselves again, to trust our instincts, our knowing and our depth. And in order to do that, we have to, again, the willingness to shed our doubts, the old agreements that we've made that say that we have to stay small, mm -hmm. and also the places we sabotage ourselves, oh. which oh. is often huge for women. Gigantic. Yeah. Gigantic. It's part of why I'm so passionate about community, because I feel like we really need other women that are supportive, that are with us on the journey. So even if our family's like, you've lost it, there's other women that are like, we see you, keep going. Yeah. I want to talk about this now because here we are, you know, I had to go on a vision quest uh, out in the desert and then became a co-counsel on a vision quest. I studied with a woman in California, but, but that's what it took for me to really get some healing done in my heart. Then I could no longer not speak my truth. And I want to just ask you about this, because if I look back at my life and I look at the moments in time, I mean, I'm, t I'm sorry. I was a 60s kid. I marched on Washington every week. I don't know. Or New York or, you know, there was something about belonging to that movement. Then I stopped. But then something happened. I lost my job after 24 and a half years and all of that warrior energy came back in me. How can we remember that speaking our truth is our birthright? Mm. I always tell women to look for role models that inspire. And sometimes it's hard 
sometimes I'll ask this question, I'll like find a female role model and women will be like, uh, I don't, <laughs> can't even think of one. And so to go on the internet, to start looking at where are women that are speaking their truth, that are out in the world, that are using their voice in a positive way and use them as role models. And to also think about it this way. Now, sometimes when we don't use our voice, I think of that as short-term nourishment. It's easier to not use our voice in the short run and it feels like we're getting benefit. People aren't rejecting us or we're, we appear nice. Like there's some short-term benefit we're getting. But the long-term damage of not using your voice is huge. We lose respect for ourselves. We don't know what we want any longer. And so learning to use our voice is about willing to be with the short-term discomfort of speaking your truth in the moment, but knowing that in the long run, you're going to respect yourself again. You're going to ally with yourself. And again, finding other women that can be inspiration. So as you're going through the process, which is sometimes rough, of rediscovering your voice, that you feel supported and seen and met. Yeah. You know what? Um, I'd like to skip the break because um, we just got, there's just so much here. Um, I got a question for you. And, you know, all of y'all that are getting ready to email me about this question, come on, go ahead. You can do it. Um, the question I have for you is, in the world we live in today, we could look at the events in our lives. And in the moment that they happen, we have a choice to how we're going to respond. And in your book, you talk about embody your wisdom. The, the part that I pulled out of here, and gosh, don't even ask me where it is. Uh, oh, maybe wisdom and silent knowledge. The part that I pulled out about this is this wisdom that we have to move beyond, if I could say it, horrific life situations. Horrific. Horrific. And somebody said to me once, Heather Ash, um, which I don't know that I believe this in, in the way it said, they said, pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. And I, I think my mother said something like that. And I just used to look at her with hate, like in my face, right? But today, I now know that. Can you talk to that issue on how we bring forth this wisdom you talk about in the book in the face of catastrophe? Yeah, and that's really the job as warrior goddesses. It's, it's not about, yeah, I'm going to have the perfect easy life. Yeah. It's about recognizing that we're going to be challenged and that's not a bad thing. It's not that we're looking for challenges, but here's an image that's helped me. There was a, a biosphere that was created in Arizona many years ago where they created an enclosed environment for three years, completely closed down. So it had gardens, it had people, it had trees. And what they found is for the first two years, the trees grew really fast and really tall. And all the scientists were really excited about that. And then the third year, all the trees fell over. And when they opened this biosphere to, to discover what happened, what they realized, what they learned is that trees must have wind mm. in order to stabilize, in order to get internally strong. And so as warrior goddesses, if we can start looking at our life, that when a challenge arises to be like, okay, the wind is up, yeah, and this is going to help me get my core, 
And we don't have to love it or enjoy it, though you can learn how to actually be like, all right. Now, I'll say to myself now, an obstacle arises, I'll be like, you are a worthy obstacle. Because I know that obstacle is going to help me to develop, to get stronger, to be more loving, because that's my intent. You know, when example, when I went through my divorce, there was a point where I realized, wow, I could use this to really shut my heart, to feel bitter, oh, yeah. to, to not trust people. And I just felt into it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to use this to become more loving and more open hearted and more present. That was my intent. And it took a while, but that's exactly what happened. So we want to be really clear about how do we want to be in relationship to obstacles? Do we want to be victimized by them? Or do we want to see them as opportunities for growth and ways that we can then get clear about how am I going to use this to benefit me? Because the truth is we can use everything against ourselves. You can use the best thing in your life against yourself. Or you can also use everything in your life to benefit you. So choose to let it benefit you, yeah. especially the hard things. Yeah, I love it. You know, you know, part of this, and the listeners heard me talk about, um, I did a show that was called something like, I learned everything I needed to know about business selling hot dogs from a hot dog cart. And I really did. Heather <laughs> yes. I did. I really did. Uh, but he didn't know it at the time. And I want to ask you about this. I believe that everything that's happened to me in my life positioned me for what I'm doing in the world today. This is not on my resume. I did not go to school for this. I had never heard of buying airtime to do radio before 2003. Uh, the idea of, of myself and a team of people, you know, owning and run of a, running a network that is soon to release 10 positive talk channels with super technology, not really related abroad. No, I don't have a business plan to share with you on that. How do we explain to the people listening that they can have their dream manifest even in ways they didn't think? Even in ways they didn't. I don't know. Did you have a business plan to be you talking about warrior goddess? <laughs> oh, seriously. Did you? No. And I've had such a wild, it's so true. I look back at my life. And I've had the weirdest experiences in terms of work that I'm using all of them. I'm like, oh, right. Being the yeah. business manager for the dance company, like that totally helped me. And totally you no know, working, being the publicist for Don Miguel for four agreements. Helpful. So you think that that yeah. may have, I mean, so right. Yeah. Wow. And here's what I love. My friend Mindy Odlin came up with this and it's called what if up. And what we tend to do is look at the worst case scenarios of things. Our brains are really good at this. And the, the proposal, the invitation is to start saying to yourself, what if this is the best thing that ever happened to me? And what if every experience that I've ever had is leading me forward into the perfect expression for me? And what if, and so you just, what if up everything? Yep. Super helpful and fun as well. It, it is because in our minds, and you know, there's statistics now about this. I, we don't have to go into the brain study stuff right here, but we know that in a very interesting way, consciously and subconsciously, we're going to choose the no version of life, the no, N-O, N-O version of life. Uh, 
it, what does it look like? I love this. I talk about the no version of life myself. The no version of life is all the coulda, woulda, shoulda. And, you know, even in today, I can't. So what you just shared, this, this idea of what's up is spiritual in nature as well. I mean, my go-to question is what else is possible here? Let's talk about spirituality and the, the little five minutes or something we got left. Let's talk about spirituality and warrior goddesses, because this is where we get confused about the word goddess. If I'm a goddess, can I still believe in a higher power that may not be? Can you see the confusion here? Yes, absolutely. And so when I say that all of us, that we're spirituality and religion are different and that we get to choose what works for us. And so I know warrior goddesses who consider themselves Buddhist, pagan, Catholic. (laughs) Exactly. Because really at the core of all religion and all spirituality, the whole message, the message the same, which is love yourself, love each other. Really all spiritual work, all self-help, it boils down to loving self, loving the divine, loving each other. And we are blessed to live in a time where we have access to so many different teachings. And with respect, if we can feel into what works best for us and to really honor each person's choice, each person's decision about what works for them, and then be creative for yourself. What is it that feeds you? What nurtures you? What lights your fire? And you can create your own type of spirituality that's how you worship, how you pray, how you connect. And that's a personal thing Mm -hmm. for what works best for you. Wow. Um, I want to ask you, now you're taking this message out into the world. What are women saying to you? What are the challenges that they are facing? As you talk to people, you're on radio shows, you know, you're doing, you know, you're doing intense retreats, trainings, workshops. What are women saying? What are they facing which causes them to really miss a step here and there? Let's just call it that. Mm, the The biggest things that women say to me is that they're really struggling with their voice, with sharing Mm -hmm. their voice, and the habit about making themselves small in situations. Oh, yeah. And apologizing for everything, which is part of making yourself small, and and how ingrained it is. And so what I say is I just, to remind us that it was only a hundred years ago, a little bit over a hundred years ago, that we didn't have the right to vote in this country. That's right. It hasn't been that long. It's only been a couple generations. And so for women to stop taking it personally, like this is about me, I'm doing something wrong, and just recognize we're in a process as women of stepping into a new paradigm and to not take it personally, but just realize you've been programmed to believe a particular thing or to react a particular way and that it's not a personal thing. It's something that we're in the process, all of us, women and men of overcoming and so, and supporting each other. And so I found that when we take it out of the personal of like, I'm doing something wrong, I'm broken and just recognize, all right, I'm going in (laughs) and we're all in this together. It's much easier 
I love it. You know, I, ha- I, I, I mean, I love to fly. I actually tried to join the Air Force when I was 17 because I was homeless and I thought, you know, let me do that. And, but I, of course I couldn't because my parents had to sign, right? 17. Right. And, yeah. and I, I was under the illusion that I was going to fly. Like as a woman, I was going to be like, I'm going to be on a plane. I'm going to fly in Vietnam and the whole thing. No, that didn't happen. And I, I love to fly. I still have on my list to fly. What would be the odds of me now working personally one-on-one? Because we don't just do radio here. We do complete branding for people, everything, because our hosts want us to. What would be me, me the odds of working now with one of our hosts who's a pilot with the opportunity <laughs> and the opening to actually do this and fly maybe like a fighter jet with her? That's fabulous. You see, that's what we're talking about, though, right? Exactly. To hold the space for it. Yeah. And to know the threads of what's deepest in our heart if we keep paying attention and following the energy Mm -hmm. that so often they manifest in super unexpected ways. Uh, Yeah. And the idea that I want to just ask you to talk about here is... Share a personal message with us right now. And thank you so much for all you do. And again, give out your website. But I want to ask you this. If you had three things to say to women listening to help them get started, what would that be? Mm, It would be really the first three lessons from the book. So commit to yourself. Mm. Be willing to stand with yourself and get to know who you really are. Be intimate with yourself. The second is to align with life, to realize you can fight reality, but reality is always going to win. And so how do you come back into cyclical living, as I think about it, where you're honoring the beginnings and the endings of things and paying attention to what's life bringing and what's your intent? And the third is around purifying yourself. Mm really clearing out the closet. I think about it, we're clearing the closet of the old agreements and beliefs that don't serve us any longer, that may have worked for a while or may have never been ours, but that we've just been carrying around. And so that willingness to start to witness what's your mind up to, what's happening in your emotional body, what do you well, how's your relationship with your physical body? And I think about it that part of the purification process is separating the mind from our emotional body and our physical body. Because the mind's often a bully and says, this is what our body should be like. This is what's a good emotion or a bad emotion. And as you start to separate those out, the emotional body actually knows what it needs to heal. And your physical body has a tremendous amount of wisdom. All that happens with that willingness to purify ourselves. I love it. I love- Heather Ash, everyone, thank you so much for today and thank you for all that you do. Thank you so much, Dr. Patton. Thanks for all the beautiful offerings you're doing through your radio show and for listening to that so we can all listen to you and to everyone that you're facilitating. Such a gift. For those of you out there, if you've missed any part of this, this is going to replay again uh, later on today. Warrior Goddess Training is the book, Become the Woman You're Meant to Be. Heather Ashamara, my very special guest today. Stay tuned. We got another hour on Transformation Talk Radio coming up.
preceding audio was via a Skype call.